The first of four between the Walnut Creek Crawdads and the Healdsburg Prune Packers on a Tuesday night. Here at Rec Park, it's about 90 degrees right now. And we are looking forward to this one. Hello everyone, Michael Bearwald here. Jack Loader will join me in a moment. The Prune Packers coming off their second straight win on Sunday over the Lincoln Potters. And they're gonna turn to Shane O'Malley making his fourth appearance of the season. It'll be his third start. And his last start against the Solano Mudcats. Uh, one week ago today in an 11-3 victory, he went four innings, allowed four hits, two runs. Neither of them were earned. Walked one, struck out six. And again, that was an 11-3 victory over the Solano Mudcats. And on the year, he's 2-1 with a 1.63 ER raise. Allowed nine hits, walked three, struck out 16 batters in 11 innings pitch. He'll get the star. You'll see Francis McDonough, uh, Uday Neratom, and uh, I should say LJ McDonough, Uday Neratom, and uh, Derek Bridges. So you'll see those four guys on the mound likely tonight. Unless the game goes to extra innings like it did on Friday night when we saw Blake Piveroff out of the bullpen. Uh, hopefully that doesn't happen again tonight. Again, the Crawdads are in town. We'll give you the Prune Packers starting lineup. Leading off in center will be Jesse Lopez. Braden Runyon batting second at third. Austin Bose will hit third and play left field. Ryan Targich will hit fourth and play second base. Cole Elvis, the fifth hitter, the DH. Kimball Schusler, the catcher, batting sixth. Torn Montgomery, the first baseman, batting seventh. Seth Nager will hit eighth and play right. And batting ninth is Ian McMillan. And let's hear what manager Joey Gomes had to say before tonight's game. He may be hard hit, but right at rent to read. He may be the MVP. Two out. Here it is. Struck him out. And for the first time since 1954, the Giants are world champions. I wonder what it feels like to do that shit in real life. And now I know I got it. That's the reason no ID has signed me on it. Got it, but it's still visionary to the death of me. Yeah, I'm trying to make it, but I gotta find a recipe. Greatest of all time, I want the world addressing me. At the hotel, all these beautiful girls undressing me. I'm trying to stay focused, I guess that's the Lord testing me. I'm not as a child, but this was my destiny. They do it for the right life, but I'm not sure my mind's right. Wait until the time's right, smiling at my mind's right, smiling at my Chicago. Man, it's one in the right. 
this girl screaming logic But I wanna hear my real name Come from the lips of a beautiful woman That's real name I act like I'm Superman But I can feel pain I should've gone crazy And yet I'm still saying And welcome back to Rec Park. Shane O'Malley taking his warm-up tosses on the mound. In three appearances so far, two starts. Two and one with a 1.63 ERA. 11 innings pitched, allowed nine hits, walked three, and struck out 16. And of course, facing the Walnut Creek Crawdads. He's facing for a second time. Came out of the bullpen, got the loss back on June 10th. One of two Prune Packer, two losses. And when you see a team for a second time, I'll bring in my color commentator, Jack Loader, here. When you see a team for a second time, how does that change things and how you attack hitters? Well, you got to hope O'Malley did his homework the first time around, um, depending on how many guys he faced that are in the starting lineup for Walnut Creek today. Uh, the best pitchers and the best hitters are learning something every time they take the field. So if O'Malley did that, he should have a good plan of attack, but it also goes both ways. The Crawdad hitters have seen this arm before, so they'll, they'll look to Thank find some familiarity in the, the first inning. From left to right. We should Bose, be in for a good one. Beautiful Lopez day for baseball, Mike. Nager I'm glad to be here. Field from third to first is Runyon, McMillan, Targich, and Montgomery. And behind the plate, Kimball, Schusler. On on the mound, of course, Shane O'Malley. That's Prim Packers wearing their maroon tops, white pants. Crawdads. Wearing their reddish oranges tops. Huh? Yeah. The Crawdads come into the action today. Bright tops. 10 and 12 on the season. 8 and 10, excuse me. Two games ahead. It's the first pitch from O'Malley's on the outside corner for a called strike 0 1. And we are underway at 6.05, right on time here on a Tuesday night. O'Malley had a bit of a year to forget at UNR. He's hoping to parlay a good O'Malley summer into a nice season of coming off in 2022 for the Wolfpack. And a breaking ball misses inside. We count even at 1-1. One one. The Crawdads lost to the Solano Mudcats on Sunday. That was a 12-10 loss. They led that game 6-0 at one point. 
before the Mudcats were able to come back and grab the victory. And the first of four from the Crawdads and the Packers. And now one's hit on the ground is short on a couple hops, fielded by McMillan, throws the first in time. Throws just a little bit wide, but Montgomery able to keep his foot on the bag for the first out. One out for Seth Darter, the second baseman, left-handed hitter. Great start for O'Malley. Immediately established control of his own with the first pitch fastball, and really it was all downhill from there. O'Malley. Has the first down. Nice crowd filing in to Rec Park. And he deals pitch that dips below the zone for ball one. 1-0. One oh. Darter, 6'1", 205 pound, left-handed hitter out of Columbia University. He's in 327 on the year. One homer, 11 RBIs. A scored 11, uh, 11 runs. And the pitch dips a bit inside and a little bit low. 2-0 the count. Last time I was here, Schuster did a great job behind the dish of being a backstop back there and a couple pitches down early from O'Malley have not been a problem. 2-0 pitch on the way, swung and hit in the air the left Packers side catcher. out of play. Counts 2-1. and one. Darter was 4-4 uh, for four last night, or on Sunday night, excuse me, and also walked twice, so he was on base six times, scored two runs and drove into. Has walked 12 times on the season to 11 strikeouts. 2-1 pitch on the way. Swung on again, fouled away. Left side off the screen and ricochets back out onto the field. 2-2. Two two. Darter plays his college ball at Columbia. and looks He's from Mandeville, Louisiana. Be interested to learn how he found his way out to the Bay Area and the West Coast for summer ball. It's Looks right at home in the left-hand batter's box O'Malley. here at Rec Park, though. Who winds to deals the pitch in the dirt. Schusler blocks it behind the plate. Three and two. There's that blocking you mentioned by Schusler. Being able to throw any pitch in any count in any situation. It's got to just be a huge confidence booster. Definitely. As a pitcher, it... It really helps when you know the guy behind the dish is going to put air, everything side, on the line and foul to stop a curveball in the dirt to change up in the Trying dirt, especially Trying to find it, strikes. battling the sun, falling down, and he made the catch. Runyon overran the ball just a little bit down the left field line in foul territory and was also battling the sun and fell towards the foul line and somehow came down with the ball. Two are gone. <laughs> A little pop-up dance early. Never hurt nobody, especially as, assuming you come down with the out. Bring up Jake Brandle, the harmless entertainer, designated hitter. And he takes the first pitch in the dirt and skips by Schusler over toward the Crawdad dugout. Nobody on base in less than two strikes. Schusler knows he, he can take a pitch off of the blocks. Not the best look when it domes the home plate ump, though. Strikes on might get a little smaller. Right field, Seth Nager over to his left. Toward the foul line, makes the catch to end the inning. A 1-2-3 first inning for Shane O'Malley. No runs, no hits, nobody left. And at the end of half an inning, no score from Rec Park here on the Hillsborough Prune Packer Radio Network.
buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if I never get back. And R.C. a big bouncing ball. Kane's coming to the plate. It's glove to throw home. It's slide. He's safe. Ball game. The Brewers win. Family feel. What a start to the season. Man, three in the ninth. Scoring one in the tenth. And the pitch over toward third, and it's yes. over the head of Riley down the left field line. Harper scores easily. Gene Segura was a man on a mission. Let the season begin. on this Angel roster this year. Wall sends it well out to left center field. And it's gone! Two one. He got Just it! Just like that! The Hollywood script continues! Akil Badu wears a crown to give the Tigers the win! He rips it! It's up the middle! And the Nationals walk off the Braves on opening day! That one's driven to right field. Rosarena backing up, backing up. It's over his head! It's over his head! And the Red Sox... Bottom of the first, no score from Rec Park. And the pitcher for the starting pitch for the Walnut Creek crowd adds is Ula Iverson. Making his fourth start of the season. He's 2-0 with a 1.84 ERA in 14 and two-thirds innings. He's allowed 11 hits and 12 uh, struck out 12 batters. He last pitched against the Lincoln Potters last Tuesday. And the left-hander winds and deals first pitch to Jesse Lopez, who squares the bunt. Pulls it back and takes ball one as the ball goes all the way to the backstop. Last start against the Potters, he went five innings, allowing one run on six hits, walking one and striking out four, getting the win in the Crawdad 3-2 victory over the Lincoln Potters. Lopez stands in ahead in the count, 1-0. And he swings and pops this one up behind the play. It looks like it'll drift out of play. Kind of evens up a 1-1. Lopez at 442, four homers, 13 RBIs. Has scored 16 runs, four doubles. Putting together triples. a fine summer so far. Now with Jason DiCoche out of the mix, he's uh, been hit by a pitch nine times. He's hit twice on Sunday. Swings at this one, pops it up, shallow right center field. Coming in Thompson, going out Darter, and it's Thompson making the catch. In center field, four out number one. Now batting from Texas Tech University, third baseman, Brings up Braden Runyon, homered on Sundays, first of the year. Homered on Sundays, first of the year. Six RBIs on the campaign for Runyon. And Iverson's first pitch is in the dirt and skips by the catcher, Griffin, to the back stop, 1-0. Running, running's built like a corner catcher type of guy, the kind of guy you expect to bring a power bat to the yard. And it looks in the first inning, he flashed the leather a little bit on that foul pop. So a well-rounded player, no, no question why he stars in Lubbock.
2-0 pitch is up and away, 3-0. Got the El Molino Little League All-Star team here tonight, as well as our sponsor of the game. And Runyon takes a strike, 3-1. Iverson comes from that first base side of the rubber and then steps on the third base side of the mound as he comes down. Running so he's really bringing his entire body two. across his frame when he throws that fastball. And that's something that can be incredibly deceptive, especially for a left-handed hitter because the ball is hidden for so long and then it's on you. Two pitch on the way, swung on and fouled away, right side out of play. We'll stay four, three, and two. Nice change up there from Iverson. Hung out just in the in the zone, just long enough for Runyon to like think it was pretty. Sponsor the game, but kind of dips away. Runyon lucky to get sponsors. a piece. And we may be getting an upgrade at Rec Park thanks to Denny's Electric. I'll tell you after this payoff pitch, has swung on a miss, strike three, Runyon. Down on strikes, but put together a solid at bat. Saw a lot of pitches. And that'll bring up Austin Bost. I said the pitch before was a nice changeup. Iverson came back with an even better one, and running really had no chance once he started his hips and his hands on that swing. There was no turning back. Starts out around the belt electric. and ends up near the dirt. That's a tough pitch and to hit. Going to be helping us put in some ceiling fans in the grandstands here at Rec Park. When the sun sets, it can get pretty toasty in here, so it'd be nice to get those ceiling fans put in. Hopefully some point this season, as both swings to the first pitch and fouls it back to the screen, 0-1. That left-handed changeup going away from a right-handed hitter is really one of the toughest pitches to hit in the game, The way, especially when you throw it right and you get that movement towards the left-handed batter's box. It's either going to be fouled off or it's going to be a swing one and a miss. One pitch misses in the dirt. Two balls and a strike on Boast. Boast at 222 is only his fifth game. Three RBIs on the campaign. Scored twice and has drawn two walks on the season. And a big swing and a miss by Boast. Count evens up at two and two. His, his walk-up song has already become a fan favorite. I can hear kids singing it in the stands. California girls. <laughs> summer 2021, 20, Mike, but it feels like summer 2010 when that song comes on. Two, two, Iverson reached back for that fastball, by the way. Well foul. It's going to one-hop the wall. So we'll stay at two and two. Right after you got him on his heels with the fastball, you don't want to speed up his bat by throwing a changeup. Iverson went back into that bag, hung it a little bit. He's lucky he was early enough to yank it foul, or else that one might have been onto the street. He does, and he gets both swinging to end the inning. I, don't, I would go back to the fastball. One, two, three, first for Iverson. No runs, no hits, nobody left at the end of an inning. That's why I'm here, Mike. From Rec Park. Be on the Hillsborough Crew Packer Radio Network. What a ball game. That should do it. Taylor's not going to get it. 
Montana's going to trot home, and the A's are going to walk it off for their first win of the 2021 season. This afternoon, and the A's win it in 10 innings by a final score of four. One, two coming. And the slider in there, strike three. Hit him. But he didn't move. Broken bat roller. Throw to second. And it hits the runner. Here comes Madrigal. And they win it. The out at second base is irrelevant at that point because Madrigal is the winning run. His sixth pitch. Up the middle and through. Ramon Arias scores Rio Ruiz. The Orioles win their first home game in 2021. And VR hits one of the air to left field. That'll win the game. McCutcheon watches it sail by him. In the score comes McNeil with the game-winning run. Pete Alonzo with the tying hit. Jonathan VR. Breaking ball high in the air. Hicks ranging back. Chase Dabbs will lead us off here in the top of the second inning. 3-4, uh, 4-5, and 6 for the Crawdads. Hard of the order. Dabs left-handed hitter steps in against O'Malley. No score. And the first pitch on the way. Swung on hit in the air. Left field. Boast a couple steps in into his left. Makes the catch in left center field. For out number one. One pitch, one out. Another Texan in Warner. Mm -hmm. Starts for the Aggies. He'll be under the tutelage of Michael Early this next year, former ASU hitting coach who departed fellow, uh, for College Station Sun just this past, off, just as well. past month. Moss was ASU's first baseman last year. First pitch is upstairs a little bit. One ball and no strikes on Werner. <laughs> that curveball is in the age of Hernandez. Happy the radio on the way up, and they played Dave Fleming just he was ripping. I didn't see the play. The 1-0 pitches is outside. Uh, apparently, Angel Hernandez made a very bogus call in last night's game. Giants-Dodgers, I guess, something to do with the foul ball. You can explain it because I didn't watch it. I was actually listening yeah. on the radio at that moment, too. I didn't see it either. So I, I, I made a mental note to find out what it was, but I never did. Yeah, Fleming was ripping. Well, you don't hear a broadcaster like ripping umps. 2-0 uh, pitches swung on shot down the third base You line. know, it must have been foul pretty egregious. Two one. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember what radio station or what uh, what radio show it was, but they were just shocked at a guy like Fleming kind of going in on Angel Hernandez. And by now, if you got Dave Fleming doing it, then you know it, it's not good. Warner at 278, a homer, 11 RBIs, has scored nine runs, 21 strikeouts on the year, in just 16 games. Hits it sharply to third. Runyon back on a couple hops. Throws across the diamond in time for out number two. We have Hayden Schott, another Columbia University product. Originally from Newport Beach, California. Runyon's got a good arm over there at third. He played that back on a hop, and I thought he was going to have to hurry, but he played Shot it Shot at nicely. 273. Didn't waste any time. Shuffle, shuffle, throw. Plenty of time to get the out no of No home runs, 10 RBIs. There's a pair of extra base hits, and he takes up an away ball one. 
double and a triple to his ledger on the campaign. O'Malley hoping for another 1-2-3 inning here in the second. He winds and deals, swung on, fouled away, left side. That'll drift out of play toward the Packer bullpen. One ball and one strike. Mudcats and Potters underway at McBean Stadium with the Potters jumping out to a 2-0 lead in the bottom of the first. O'Malley winds and deals the 1-1 outside. Two balls and a strike. The Potters start off the season 8-0 and since then have just completely uh, kind of fallen apart to be honest with you. After starting 8-0, they're now 13-15. One pitch in the dirt, so counts three and one on shot. Kern Ozawa Burns waits on deck. O'Malley's become a little inconsistent with his landing spot as he comes on the mound. That just with this hitter and a little three bit. One in pitch the, hit the in the air, left field. Boast a couple sure steps back and a little bit to his right makes the catch, just shy of the track to end the inning. O'Malley does get that second straight 1-2-3 inning and at the end of an inning and a half. No score from Rec Park here on the Heel to Prune Packer Radio Network. It only took him 86 games to get to 50 career extra base hits. Broken bat, line drive, and the Braves win it. Dansby Swanson picks on the first pitch. And the Braves come back again and beat the Marlins. RBI of the season. To short center, down for a hit, and it's a walk-off winner. Well, that's the sixth time he's done that. Sometimes the hardest thing to do is break a losing streak. That's His first home run of the year. Great. There it goes. Game winner. See you later. That's in the air. Right center field. Reds win it. Tyler Stevenson delivers. Suarez scores. One of those games where it's. How in the world did we win that ball game? Oh, there we go. Baby. Deep left center field. Splash. And it's over. Ryan Targets will lead things off. Bottom of the second, no score. F facing Ula Iverson for it. This second inning for the Crawdads. Targets, Elvis, and Schuessler. Targets, switch hitter, batting right. First pitch to Targets is in there for a called strike, 0-1. You've seen him bat both ways this summer. Which one do you think is his strength? Or is it truly a 50-50? A lot of power from the left side. And the pitch is taken for ball one, 1-1. One yeah. one. Target at three, 340, three home runs, 14 RBIs. Every, every sorry. 
Every Switch hitter I ever played yeah. with, I always well, I think that's what would at least jokingly try to say, just, why don't you just get really good at one side? Two and one. <laughs> you see less and less, and less uh, Switch hitting. Um, I yeah, think you see less Sandoval and less of those. He's strictly batting left-handed, if I recall correctly. Yeah, nice he, he hasn't been he hasn't been good riding since his early Giants days anyway. Break. I think you can attribute that to the rise in strikeouts and the fact that strikeouts aren't the worst thing you can do as a hitter anymore. That guys are thinking if I'm I'm gonna hit left-handed and I'm gonna hit all my homers left-handed and if I strike out against a lefty once or twice, that's not the end of the world. Full count offering on the way, taken low for ball four. So Targic works his 18th walk of the season. First base runner of the game for either side. And now I'm bringing up Cole Elvis, the UC Berkeley product. Finally going to see someone out of the stretch. Local kid, semi-local out of Vacaville, California, Solano County, bordering county. Elvis, right-handed hitter. Iverson's first pitch out of the stretch is low for ball one. Elvis is 271, three homers, 15 RBIs. Elvis I really think he's going to be the centerpiece of the offense in Berkeley next year. Middle of the order power guy, catches for Cal. Does a great job commanding a staff as well, which is so important as a catcher. I was talking to Von Moderer, sophomore right-hander for the Golden Bears, and he was saying that Elvis is not only a calming presence out there, but he receives the ball super well. And that's a big thing, even one, mentally. One line for in the right center pitchers. field. That's going to get if down you can make for that base 87 hits, sound like gap. 92. And go all the way to the wall. Yeah. Targets chugging around third. They're going to send him the throw from the relay man. Not in time. Targets dives in safely. It's an RBI double for Cole Elvis. One nothing Packers. Great relay by the Crawdads. It was clean. Well, Elvis got a mistake and he didn't miss. That was a fastball right over the middle outer part of the plate. Waits keeps his hands back, drives through the zone, goes the other way, and rips the ball that if he got under might have been in the seats. The first run of the ball game. I think he'll he take the it. First hit of the ball game for either side, and that brings in Kimball Schusler, who's swinging a hot bat, has raised his average to 324. And he takes the first pitch strike, 0 1. Schusler at 324, a homer and four RBIs, and has been swinging a hot bat. Had a double in Sunday's game, and on Saturday had four singles. Four for four, four singles. And he only saw five pitches on Saturday. Oh, one is fouled away right side. Count is 0 and 2. Those challenge fastballs that worked for Iverson in the first. So far, he's not getting the swing and misses he wants with those. 
I bet he goes to the changeup here. Iverson sets, checks Elvis at second and deals the 0-2. Swung on, fouled back. We'll stay at 0-2. Iverson coming in at a 1.84 ERA in 14 and two-thirds innings. Okay. Look at that curve there that he left up. An effective miss, if you will. Sometimes if you miss high enough, it'll still be enticing to the hitter if it has enough break. One nothing Hillsburg, the 0-2 pitch. Schusler Swing and a stayed miss. alive. Foul tipped into the glove of Griffin behind the plate. Schusler down on strikes, and that'll bring a toward Montgomery. Montgomery at 255, one homer, 11 RBIs, has scored 10 runs. Swung on a hit in the left center field. That's going to split the gap and go all the way to the wall. Scoring easily is Elvis Montgomery in the second with a stand-up double, 2-0 Hillsburg. That brings Montgomery, just like Elvis, got a mistake and didn't miss it. That's twice now. Iverson's left a fastball up in the zone. That'll bring up Seth Ball Nager. driven to the deep part of the yard. Left-handed hitter. Nager just 207, but three homers, seven RBIs. Playing his 12th game in Healdsburg. Left down lefty matchup with Iverson and Nager, and Iverson steps off, wants a new set of signs. Nager got a solid share of ABs this year in Tempe for the Sun Devils. And the first Power pitch bat, in there for a call. as you Strike mentioned. One Plays a good Nager. corner outfield as well. He was mostly used as a defense for placement slash pinch runner for them this year. Got his couple spot starts as well. Seems like that outfield's pretty locked up for the Sun Devils next year. As Nager takes a strike, counts quickly 0-2. Well, we know center field's locked up. Left field as well. You think so? Likely. Yeah. And then right field was the kind of the rotating piece. Kai Murphy got most of the at-bats, I'd say, out there. Ethan Long we also saw in right field as well. We'll see, we shall see what Willie Bloomquist has, and it'll be his first season at ASU. As time is called, Griffin will go out and have a meeting with Iverson on the mound. Willie Bloomquist just announced his staff uh, at ASU. Yeah, I retained Jason Kelly, the pitching coach. He's also bringing Mike Goff and Bill Miller to round out his coaching staff. And Jason Kelly is going to be the new recruiting coordinator. It's been Ben Greenspan has moved on to Cal Poly. Right. It looks like Bloomquist is going for the same model the football coach Herm Edwards is going for. It's a bunch of pro guys on the staff. They're selling that element of recruiting. It's one that works. 
Alobi. Bunch of guys that played professionally and have coached professionally. Sure. In Tempe next it's attractive. Season. A lot of guys returning. Pitching staff is going to be coming off major injuries, but can be very solid if they do so. As Nager takes strike three on the outside corner, he's down looking for the second out. That brings in Ian McMillan. McMillan at 259, two homers, 15 RBIs. McMillan out of Houston. Was one for two on Sunday. Was hit by a pitch twice. And the pitch way outside, snacked by Griffin. 1 0. Got the Little Leaguers running around talking about a foul ball hitting a car. Mike, you got to hope it wasn't mine. And a swing and a miss by McMillan. Count evens up a one I always play the odds. Uh, I try and park as far away as I can, but still close enough to where it's not a long walk, especially with the equipment bringing in. Not too much, not too bad, but especially when it's warm out. still 88 degrees. And a ranking ball foul back to the screen. Well, Here goes in, one in this two. heat, you can't park too far away. Got to look presentable for radio. As my mom always told me, I have a face for radio. Montgomery's still in second after his RBI double. He made it 2-0. Montgomery's still in second after his RBI double. Iverson sets, checks Monty at second, and deals the 1-2. Swinging a foul right side out of play. We'll stay here. Do nothing, Healdsburg on the RBI doubles by Elvis and Montgomery. If I'm Iverson, I'm staying out of the zone here. He's shown that he can be in the zone, and if need be, we get a 2 2 3 2 count. He can come back in and challenge. Right now, I'm wasting a pitch. Grand stands nearly full to the brim. Nearly. Got a couple seats down into our right. Still open. The one, two. Swung on, hit in the air, right field. Hit pretty well. Going back. Burns still going back. It's going to be over his head and go to the wall. Montgomery scores easily. McMillan on his way to third. Ball just now being picked up and thrown in. McMillan will stop at second with an RBI triple to make a 3 nothing Hillsburg. McMillan got an outside fastball and went with it, and that ball just kept carrying. Off the bat, I thought it, might, it was going to get caught, and I don't think the right fielder got a great read on it. 
Well, after a few shuffles, you saw the numbers of the outfit. Whenever you see the numbers, you know it's trouble. And he bobbled it a little bit. Oh, had, had a little trouble getting out of that corner. out there the and right. Did. So I'm bringing Jesse Lopez, and he takes upstairs for ball one. He flew out to Thompson in center in his first at bat. Three runs home in this second inning. Foul. Iverson got the first out of this inning, and since then. Foul back to the screen, 101 the count. Then a whole lot of barrels for, for Healdsburg. Both outs he's gotten have been strikeouts. Schusler and Nager went down via the K. So only hit on the ground to third. Werner Fields gathers those to first in time to end the inning. For the Packers, three runs on three hits, one left. And at the end of two innings of play, 3-0 Healdsburg here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. And this one into left field, base hit, and the Rangers win it. Nate Lowe delivers his 16th RBI of the season. Feel good, first walk-off hit in nearly two seasons. And Andrew lights when it's a left field, a base hit. Harper around third, heading for home. The throw by Dickerson is not in time. A breath. The Giants are getting the baseball. And the pitch. Arise has it. Not an easy play. His throw wide, and the A's are going to win. you got to be kidding me. Kemp scores. Andrus scores. Unbelievable. An air kept the game going. Another air and two runs score. Base hit. What a home stand for Salvador Perez. The 1 1 to Jay Hay. Base hit right field. Comes in, Hayward's the hero and in 10. How about that? Jason Hayward, man, that is money off the bench. Little shot towards center. That's a game winner. Robel Garcia. Colonel Zawa Burns will uh, lead things off in the top of the third inning. That's Shane O'Malley. O'Malley's retired. All six batters he's faced. Had a long wait there in that bottom of the second inning, but the Packers gave him three runs. His first pitch is hit in the air. Shallow right field, Targic out. He camps under it, makes the catch. Second straight inning, O'Malley's gotten the first out on one pitch. That's exactly what you want to do as a pitcher after your team puts up a crooked number, is attack the zone, challenge early, keep your defense on their toes, get your boys back in to the dugout as soon as you can. Delta College. Griffin at just 158, and he takes a big swing and a miss, 0-1. 158, a homer, and six RBIs.
He's only about 25 pitches in, but I can already tell O'Malley hides his fastball really Breaking well. Breaking ball here on the ground rotation, to third. Runyon field gathers, throws to first. Wide of the bag, Montgomery applies the tag for out number two. We have Sammy Esparza, the shortstop, ninth place hitter. Esparza at 241, no homers, five RBIs, has scored 10 runs. I faced Esparza a few times when he was playing at Laney College, and I remember him always being a tough out. Uh, he he saw pitches really well. He rarely chased out of the and zone. First pitch in there. He did a great job spoiling off-speed pitches and two-strike counts. No surprise he was able to get Pitch on an the offer way. at the next Swung level playing for Cal State East Bay. Malley's just thrown five pitches, but is a pitch away from getting out of the inning. Tall right-hander winds and deals. Breaking ball misses low. One ball and two strikes. Just like that. Hard guy to get to chase. Sees the ball deep in the zone. One, two pitch on the way. So I'm going to loop to right field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Nager gets it on a hop, gets it in. So two out signal for Esparza, the first hit of the game for the Crawdads. And then I'll bring up Jordan Thompson. Might need to check on that lumber there from Esparza. That pitch was inside. I heard a little bit of a splinter. I'll check the back. No sure forward substance in the though, dugout. CCL. <laughs> yeah. Pitchers are free to use whatever they want. <laughs> Within reason. Pitch in there for a strike. Back poke the first. Not in time. That's something Schusler is very good at. It's caught about four or five runners this season at first, but unable to do so there. Own one to count. Catchers love making plays like that, trying to catch a runner napping. Usually before the pitch, a catcher will look down to the first baseman and will have a nonverbal cue, whether it's picking up and dropping and a little dirt or anything to let them know the throw's low. coming. One ball at one strike. Thompson grounds it out to McMillan at short to start the ball game. So he's 0 for 1. O'Malley sets and deals the 1 1. Another ranking ball fouled at the play. Count goes to 1 and 2. I thought that was a curve, but it's got a lot of it's got a lot of east-west break to it. Could be a little bit of a uh, a slurve. Every pitcher's got a little bit different break on their curve and their sliders. They're like snowflakes. One-two pitch on the way, just a bit low, and dropped at the plate by Schusler. So we'll evenly count it two and two.
Two balls, two strikes, two outs. The pitch. And the dirt. Schusler blocks it. Gets in front of him. Throw to second base. Not in time. Getting into second safely is Esparza. And he is down at second base. Maybe. The crowd here at Rec Park, not super happy with the call, but I think it was the right one. He got in. It was a close play, but Esparza was able to get that left hand in front of the bag. Esparza was able to get up, trying to walk it off. On the back of his Maybe helmet. Maybe the wind, got the wind knocked out of him a little bit. That, and he got a mouthful of dirt. So, Esparza is going to be good to go. Manager Brent Cummings and the trainer. We turn to their respective spots. And we have a 3-2 count on Jordan Thompson. No video replay in, in the California League either. So even if Joey Gomes wanted to go to the headset on that one, he's but a bystander. Full count offering on the way. Pitch misses low, ball four, Thompson. Works a walk. So Seth Darter stands in. He popped out to Runyon in foul territory. That was that. Great play by Brayden Runyon falling down. He swings and lines one into right field. Nager dives and he makes the catch in right center field. That ball sunk a little bit faster than Nager thought, but he lays out to make the grab. And that ends the inning as Crawdads leave two. So no runs on one hit and two left. And at the end of two and a half innings of play, 3-0 Healdsburg here on the Healdsburg Per Packer Radio Network. No balls, two strikes. Shaw right field, down, base hit. Feliciano rounded. That's his throw. And it's over. The Brewers win. And the Brewers have won three in a row against the reigning world champs. There's a base hit and the Blue Jays are going to win it. Randall Gritchick singles into center. Espinal comes in to score. And the Blue Jays walk off the Braves. Career walk-off hit for Randall Gritchick, his third as a Blue Jay. 3-1. Poke to center field. The Reds win. Choo-choo. Swing and a ball ripped right field. Betts going back, gets over his head. And the Cubs sweep the doubleheader. Cubs win. <laughs> KB. Three and two. Oh, oh deep right. Take a good look. You won't see it for long. What a comeback. Bottom of the third from Rec Park. Brayden Runyon will lay things off. Runyon, Boast, and Targic. Runyon struck out in the first. 
against Ula Iverson. Who winds and deals the first pitch to Runyon and he takes a strike on the outside corner. No balls on a strike. Three nothing Packers. Three extra base hits brought those runs home back in the second. And a big swing and a miss. Foul tipped into the glove of Griffin, quickly 0-2. Packers looking for their third win in a row. And a pitch foul back to the screen. We'll stay here at 0-2. The Crawdads have a few guys down behind the plate charting and taking stats, and they also got a radar gun down there. I, w I wish they had a bigger screen attached to it so I could really see how hard Iverson's blowing these fastballs because he, he can reach back. He's, he's popped the mitt a few and times tonight. Ball right? in the dirt, blocked Sounds by like Griffin, he's one and two the count. Into the 90-mile-an-hour threshold. And a swing and a miss, strike three, Runyon down on strikes, four out number one. Iverson went back to that changeup, that changeup so good when he, when he really released it like a fish hook. Floats and dives. Austin Bose stands in. He also struck out in the first. He swings at the first pitch, hits it on the ground. A third, Warner Fields throws the first in time for out number two. So one pitch Ryan out for Bose, and I'll bring up Ryan Target. She walked at scoring in the second. Target takes a strike. Oh, and won the count. Target switch hitter batting right. Target takes a strike. Oh, and won the count. Target switch hitter batting right. Iverson waiting for the sun, has what he likes, winds and deals the 1 In the dirt, picked by Griffin behind the plate. 1 and won the count. Target takes a strike right down the heart of the plate. One ball and two strikes. Target takes a strike right down the heart of the plate. One ball and two strikes. Iverson working quickly here. He's clearly uh, more comfortable out of the windup. The only trouble Target he's been in all day is when he got way. out of the stretch and was then was making some mistakes in the zone. He seems relaxed and have a lot better command when he's going out of that windup. Two-two swing, the best strike three. Target sound strikes at one, two, three, third. 
for Ula Iverson. No runs, no hits, nobody left. And at the end of three innings to play, 3 nothing Packers here on the Hillsborough Broom Packer Radio Network. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are celebrating a 100th anniversary. We're going to turn the clock Pale. Back. Smoke to center field. The Reds win. Go pitched well, but they just kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. And pitch to Rizzo. Bounce to the left side. It gets through. Definitely around third. End of score. Cubs win. Two two. The Zika hits one slowly up the line. The shovel holds not in time, and the Mets win it. Patrick Mazika plays hero in the bottom of the tenth. Well, when he put his head on the pillow, that wasn't the game-winning hit he probably ever. Slowly, this could win the game. Here comes LeMayu, and the Yankees win. The premier pitchers in baseball, and they fought back, tied it up, and then they get to go home with a win. Mike's earlier. Driven to right field. That ball is down, and the Braves have won it. The chase is on. And Adrianza. Two big hits. Now, instead of facing Nola tomorrow night. Hit shortly and through for a base hit, and the Yankees win. The Yankees walk it off two days in a row. 2-2. And Azika grounds one down to first. Coming home is Mancini, the slide. Save for the Mets. Oh, one pitch on the way is outside. One ball and no strikes. One out in the inning. Apologies for the technical difficulties here tonight. And a check swing. Yes, he did. To Dabs. No balls. Oh, one ball and two strikes, rather. I'm sure Dabs would have appreciated an appeal down to third base on that one. Borderline. I know hitters are always thinking, why not ask? Swing in a chopper, right side, foul. Fans, rumor has it our time traveler, Packer Pete, may be heading up here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Keep an eye out for our time traveler, Packer Pete, just got in from 1846, first game played by the New York Knickerbockers. Packer Pete was there. 
Daps flew out to boast in left in the second. 3-0 Packers here in the fourth. O'Malley's going with a curveball here. Swing the chopper over the crawdad dugout. We'll stay at one and two. Big loop and curveball, just like I said. O'Malley winds and deals the one-two up, and then we'll go to two and two. Three-nothing Packers. We're in the fourth. Two-two pitch up and away, so the count run full three and two. That one sailed on O'Malley. You could see he was a little visibly frustrated with himself. Got an inconsistent land again and just flew open. That will cause a fastball to sail outside to a lefty. <laughs> Full count pitch on the outside quarter. Strike three call. Dabs down looking. He's now 0 for 2. And that will bring up Trevor Werner. Bit of a gift there from the home plate off. That pitch was at least a couple inches off the plate. But Schuster received it well. Send him packing. No pun intended. Uh, Mike Kruko would say grab some pine meat. Exactly. I think it is It is pine here, is it not? Mm-hmm. And a breaking ball. Check swing. Did he go? No, he did not, says the first base umpire. 1-0 the count on Trevor Warner out of Texas A&M. Warner grounded out to Runyon at third in the second. And the 1-0 in there for a called strike. One ball in one strike. O'Malley spun a couple pretty curves, and it's not a pitch you're expecting to see in a in a 1-0, 2-0, 2-1 count as a hitter. So when a pitcher really floats one in there and just freezes you, it can be a real steal, a good pitch to have in your arsenal. 1-1 one, one pitch on the way. Another breaking ball. Check swing hit down the first baseline. Foul. We'll go to 1-2. and two. Second game of this four-game set will be played at St. Mary's College tomorrow. That'll be a 4.30 first pitch. Game three is back here at Rec Park, Thursday, 6 p.m. And Friday, the final game of this set, 4 p.m. first pitch at St. Mary's College. One-two pitch on the outside quarter again. Strike three called. Warner down looking back-to-back -back strikeouts in the frame. The fastball. Sometimes you can pitch a guy backwards. And that'll end the inning. Three nothing Healdsburg after three and a half innings here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Call fielder's choice, Patrick Mazika. The one two. And yeah, it's in the right field. Goodrum will score. Go crazy. Right field. Get down. Indians walk it off. He drives them both home, and the Indians sweep the Cubs. Fuentes drops his ball to deep center field. Way back, Grisham can't get it. Rockies have won it. He didn't waste that time. Why would you? I've been here all day. Might as well end it. 
Bounces away. Here comes Straw going to score the game winner. Mayo Straw flying down the line to score the run and win it four to three. Pitch to Polanco. And Polanco drives one out to center field. Frazier's going to tag up. He will trot home, and the Pirates in 11 innings. Game to come back and, and win. They played some really good defense here, especially. Phillips, line drive in the right, and the Rays win it. Brent Phillips walks it off. They scrape across two to tie it, and in the ninth, they win it. The 0-1. The go, other go. way! It's in front of Bryant. They're going to wave Jones home. The throw home is not there. Cole Elvis will lead things off for the Healdsburg Prune Packers. In the bottom of the fourth inning, they lead at 3-0. Packer Pete has made an appearance the first time this season as Elvis takes a breaking ball in the outside corner for a strike. 0-1. Iverson back out there for his fourth inning of work for the Crawdads, and he deals up and away. One ball and one strike. Elvis doubled, home a run, and scored in the second. And Elvis takes a pitch in the dirt, two balls and one strike. Elvis is a local North Bay guy. Grew up in Vacaville in the 707. Played his high school ball at Vacaville High for those great teams. A few years back, it seemed like they'd never lose. A lot of Division I talent there. And a swing and a miss by Elvis. Kind of a half-hearted swing that time. He was, he was, he was fooled by that fastball. Once he realized it was out, it was too late. Set a couple wins records at Vacaville High as Elvis takes in the dirt. Won the count full three and two. 2017, they set the school record for wins at 24. And in 2018, they set that record at 26. 18 was the team that was almost, I think, they, I believe they went 26 and five on their way to a section title in the, in the uh, Sac Joaquin section. Elvis takes ball four for a walk, so the 2018 King section champion will reach first, or reach uh, base for the second time. Now to bring up Kimball Schusler. And uh, we'll have a pinch uh, runner now. Logan Douglas will run for Cole Elvis now. Elvis still feeling the pain after being hit on Sunday in an area no one wants to get hit in. Schusler 0 for 1, struck out in the second as the throw over to first. Douglas dives back in safely. We've yet to see Iverson really uh, use a true pickoff move on the first. That's what we call a B move. If you were really trying to pick off the runner, we'd see more of an A move, quicker, try to sell towards the plate a little more as he misses wide there with the fastball. Want to know the count? Oh, 
She's right out of Lano, Texas. Sports management, sports management major at Texas A&M. And the 1-0. Swung and hit sharply to short. Bobbled by Esparza. And no throw will be made. Everybody's safe. It's hit very sharply. Got it on one hop. Was Taylor made for a double play, but ball was mishandled and ricocheted into shallow left center field. And Schusler was able to reach. And now to bring up Torn Montgomery. Montgomery doubled him a run and scored in the second. Part of that three run, bottom of the second for Healdsburg, and they're looking for more in the fourth. That ball really ate up as far as he decided to play back on it. And it ended up handcuffing him. It's trickled in the short left center. Montgomery takes the ball down low. One or no. Elvis, or uh, Douglas on second, rather, and Schusler on first. Nobody out here in the fourth, three nothing, Healdsburg. And Montgomery takes a strike on the inside corner, one ball and one strike. Looks like Iverson got crossed up with Griffin there as he runs out to talk to him. Almost dropped down as if it was a breaking ball, but then got handcuffed the last second, was still able to stick the fastball for a strike, but he's gonna wanna talk it over. One ball, one strike, nobody out, two on. And a move to second, Douglas gets back in, no throw made. <laughs> Iverson sets. And deals one, one. Low, dropped by Griffin, Douglas caught no man's land. He's, the throw goes to second, Douglas is now gonna try to go to third, the throw in time to get him. Throw, throw to second, not in time. Schusler goes to second, Douglas throwing around at third. The ball was dropped at home plate by Griffin. Douglas thought about going, that was stranded in between second and third. The throw went to second, Douglas took off. The throw back to third, got him. And behind him, Schusler advanced to second. Once the throw went to second, I thought Douglas had a great shot again to third. A nice clean transfer about second base by Esparza and a quick throw. Gets him a third. Counts two and one on Montgomery. You always say you never want to make the first out at third base. Yeah, I always said you never want to make any out at third base. Montgomery takes three balls at one strike. Now Joey Gomes frustrated in the third base coaching box. Well, one out and a three-one count on Torin Montgomery with Kimball Schuster at second. Iverson sets, deals three-one. Upstairs, ball four, so Montgomery walks. He reaches for the second time tonight. Right, now bring up Steph Nager. Iverson's lost a little zone a little bit here. It's gonna earn him a visit from the pitching coach. 
out of the dugout is manager Brent Cummings. Cummings spent some time as on the Laney College staff. Was the director of their summer program. And he credits running the summer program for Laney College as you know what he's learned and now to be a manager for the Wana Creek Crawdads. Cummings is a CCL champion. He took that with the Neptune Beach Pearl in 2015. They took down the Los Angeles Brewers. Iverson started to nibble a little bit here in the fourth. He's got to stay around the zone, trust his defense. First pitch to Nager, and it's in there for a strike. Oh, one. Nager struck out looking in the second. All one the count. Pitch. Low for ball one, one on one. One ball, one strike, one out, two on. And a swing and a miss by Nager. He chased out of the zone. And the count goes one and two. This is a really uncomfortable at bat for uncomfortable at bat for a lefty like Nager just because of what I mentioned earlier about Iverson working on that first base side of the rubber, hiding the ball really well, and it comes sweeping across. Really late. It's hard to pick up from that lefty batter's box. One, two, outside corner, strike three called again. Same exact pitch, Nager took in his first at bat, he takes it again here in his second at bat and goes down looking for the second time tonight. If I can add on to that a little bit, as a lefty at, at Rec Park at least here in the summer, you also got the sun staring you down and you're obviously looking out towards center at the pitcher but there's a glare, it's a really uncomfortable at bat for all lefties. So Ian McMillan stands in, he doubled home the third run of the game for the Packers in the second. Almost off stranded. And he takes outside ball one. One another count, two out, two on. Now the pitch. Big swing and a miss by McMillan. One ball and one strike. Three nothing Hillsburg. We're in the fourth. On his triple, McMillan really went with the pitch. He's done a great job of that so far this summer, from what I can tell. And a swing and a miss on the breaking ball. One and two. That's what you want to see from guys at the bottom of the order um, and all at, on every team is 
they're not going to try to get too big with you. Uh, McMillan is a guy, I'm sure he can hit it out of the yard, but I'm, I know he's not expecting to every time he comes up to the dish. So when he gets a pitch away, he's he's uh, comfortable slapping it, getting a single, double, and he came up big with that one, got, got a little carry on it, a little backspin out towards right, and was able to end it up on third base with an RBI. And he's one of three guys that are tied for the team lean RBIs at 15. And a swing and a miss, strike three, McMillan down swinging to end the inning. No runs. No hits, two left, and at the end of four innings of play, 3 nothing Packers here on the Hillsborough Prune Packer Radio Network. Here's your can only watch now. Stallings hits one deep to left field, and this one is gone! Oh. A walk-off oh. to <laughs> Remember how mad he was at the umpire earlier? That's in the dirt. Here comes Abreu! A drive to the right field corner, and down for a hit. Polanco walks off the White Sox. Just the guy I wanted to have up there. Center field. Straw sets up. Now he backs up. Canna tags. Here comes Canna, and this ball game is over. And game one of this big three-game series goes to the Athletics. Now they get to the backstop. Here comes Mateo! Padres walking off in San Diego! Wild pitch on court by Bard! In his last two trips. High fly ball, center field deep, at the track, at the wall! It's gone! Partner, you never forget your first one. This was a battle royal. It wasn't easy. But as you suggested, the Braves needed somehow some a walk-off homer the first time he's done that in his career. And Atlanta picks up a hugely important win. Hit sharply a base hit to left field. Judge rounds third. They're waving him home. Here's the throw. Here's the play. Packers lead at 3-0. We are in the top of the fifth inning now. Hayden Shot will make things off for the Walnut Creek Crawdads. 6, 7, and 8 for Walnut Creek and Shane O'Malley, who winds and deals the first pitch. Inside and goes all the way to the backstop, 1 0. We'll see how long Gomes decides to stretch out O'Malley here. Obviously, nothing that's showing that he should come out of the game, but do you know anything about the plan for how deep he was supposed to go today? Usually around this time, as the pitch is low, too, and no. He'll keep the guys around five innings max, right. unless they're really efficient. He'll let them go with six. I can't exactly but, tell from this angle if anyone's warming up in that Packer pen. No one's throwing, but a couple guys are getting hot. And there's a strike. May have clipped the outside corner, two and one. Did not clip the outside corner. O'Malley continues to benefit from a wide strike zone. Home plate umpire expanding his zone a little bit. Two one. There's pitch low, three and one. Shot flew out to Boston left in the second.
3-1 pitch on the way. Swinging it. Hit sharply up the middle into center field for a base hit. Second hit of the ball game for the Crawdads. And that'll bring up Curran Osawa Burns. Burns popped out the targets at second and a third. It's a Bay Area native, hails from Sunnyvale. Plays down in the South Bay at West Valley College. Swing a foul back to the screen, 0-1. He got a pitch to hit there. Challenge fastball from O'Malley, filling up the zone as he's done all night. Ozawa burns just a little behind it. I'm sure he'd love to see that pitch again. We're on first, nobody out. We're in the fifth, three nothing Packers. No runs on two hits for one on Creek, three runs on three hits for Halesburg. And the 0-1 pitch on the way. Pitch misses high. Susla thought about throwing it on the first, but count goes to 1-1. One one. So Mississippi State's gone up 4-1 on Vanderbilt in the third inning in Omaha. Dogs are playing for their lives. Mm -hmm. And the 1-1 pitch, swing and a miss, 1-2. and two. You can only imagine how things would be different had North Carolina State been able to play out the rest of their College World yeah. Series run. Certainly not the best team in Omaha, but certainly the hottest and um, really brutal situation this year. 15 months later, we're still seeing the sporting world affected by COVID. 2-2 yeah, two, two pitch, in, or 1-2 pitch inside, 2-2. Two and two and <coughs> you know, you, you, We've seen firsthand here in the Bay Area with the Giants. You don't have to be the best team to win the whole thing in baseball. Very true. And you said they were the hottest team, so. And they may not have been the best team, but they thought they were, and they were playing like that, and that's that, that's half the battle, if not more, especially in a Division One roster. 2-2 two -two hits sharply to third in the left field for a base hit. Randy had a chance at it, but couldn't get it. So the Crawdads have their third hit. Back-to-back -back singles for Walnut Creek, and that'll bring up Zach Griffin. And Joey Gomes A couple added. barrels off O'Malley here to start. The fifth, Gomes signaled down towards the bullpen. Now he's taking a slow stroll out there. Gomes, somewhat of a hitting guru in the North Bay. Seems like every prolific prep hitter to come out of this region has worked with Joey while they were even a kid, even younger than high school. Mm -hmm. Andrew Vaughn, Spencer Torkelson all took hacks with Joey while they were growing up in the North Bay. And we've seen a lot of prune packers had success certainly at their college programs. I mean, right. even some at the professional level, like Vaughn, right. um, like Anthony Bender, who was here not too long ago, hasn't given up an earned run with the Miami Marlins in 21 and a third innings. Yeah, Gomes won't say it, but his, his fingerprints are all over those guys' success. That's what's going to keep baseball in this region pretty fruitful. And baseball in the North Bay. Always loaded with talent. There's a ton of talent these days coming out of Sonoma County, Marin County, Solano as well. It's a really, really great time to be from this area playing college baseball and even low levels of the pros. 
So Gomes done, and the first pitch to Griffin hits sharply off the middle, targets Fields, it bobbles off his chest, and everybody's gonna be safe. Another play that was kinda tailor-made to be a double play. And targets just lost the handle. So Griffin will reach, the ball was hit very hard. That ball hopped up on targets right as it hit the edge of the grass. There's really nothing he could do. He kept his glove down, did everything right, and instead he wore it in the chest. When you play in a dirt field, and one that's not professionally manicured, stuff like that's gonna happen. So that'll bring up Sammy Esparzo with the bases loaded, nobody out. Crawdads trying to get on the board. O'Malley in a little bit of a jam here. And the first pitch swinging, chop foul toward the Packer dugout, 0-1. Esparza singled in the third, that was a Crawdads first hit of the game at that point. Pitch a sharply short. This could be two. McMillan the second for one. Targets the first. Two a double play. Coming in to score is shot. The Crawdads do get on the board, but the Packers will gladly trade it for two outs. That'll make the score three to one. It's a really nice play from McMillan. Was shielded by the field ump. For most of that play, he hopped out of the way and then the ball was right on McMillan, fielded it, stayed low. Flipped the target, who made a nice turn as well. And a hard throw to get the speediest bars, but not an easy thing to do. And we'll flip the lineup card over to the top of the order and Jordan Thompson. The runner still at third, two out now, the big double play grounder. Now it's chopped left side, McMillan on a couple hops, fields, throws to first, in time. What a job by Shane O'Malley. At the bases loaded, nobody out, and gives up just the one run. So one run on two hits and one left. And at the end, a four and a half innings to play, three to one. Packers here on the Hillsborough Prune Packer Radio Network. Fastball throughout this at bat. Gerald Laird is on deck for the Braves. And there's a ball hit out to right field. It's a base hit. Rounding third. Here's the play at the plate, and he's safe, and the Braves win it. Fielder trying to drive the lead catcher today, and it's a fair ball. That'll do it down the right field line. Here comes Torrey Alba. Dexter Fowler delivers, and the Rockies win it. A two-out, tenth-inning rally. But all he was going to do with that pitch was beat it into the ground someplace. A drive to right center. To the gap. Escobar scores. Strike three if it goes to that point. And the pitch is inside, and the ball game's over. Reddick walks with the bases loaded. Young trots home, and the A's win it four to three in ten innings.
Well, as it turns out, maybe the intentional walk. That's right. It probably hurt the pitcher as he ends up walking home. The Runners off first and second, 0-1. And Snyder, a base hit to right center field. Martin's going to get waved home. Here's the throw from Bruce. It's up the line. And the Pirates win the ballgame. Travis Snyder with a walk-off winner. Jesse Lopez. Well, you hear that song, that means it's Jesse Lopez coming to bat here in the bottom of the fifth inning with the Packers up. Three to one. Lopez Top. likes to set the mood. <laughs> so where's this being broadcast? Lopez, 0 for 2, a fly out and a ground out. New pitcher for the Walnut Creek Crawdads is Jackson Hewlett out of St. Mary's College. Closed the book on Ula Iverson. He went four innings, allowing three hits, three runs, all three of them earned, three walks, and struck out eight. And Lopez takes the first pitch low for ball one. So the Prune Packers hitters got to adjust to a right-hander now. They've been watching Iverson all game coming from the left side. Not only is it the other arm, it's the other opposite side of the rubber. 1-0 pitch on the way to Lopez, low and outside, clip the dirt. Count will go to 2-0. Potters lead the Mudcats 3-1, it's in the bottom of the fourth. What's up, McBean Stadium? Lopez takes inside, check swing, did he go? He did not. Count goes to three now. Three oh, Lopez gets the green light, but fouls it back to the screen. We'll go three and one. Hewlett on the ear, making his fourth appearance. And in six and a third innings, has allowed four hits, struck out three, walked three, and a 1.42 ERA. And he deals ball four down low. So Lopez walks. He reaches base for the first time tonight. And that'll bring up Brayden Runyon. Hewlett's asking for trouble with the leadoff walk at the top of this Prim Packer lineup. And a big thumper's coming up. Lopez, a threat to run. Eight stolen bases on the season. Hasn't been caught yet. Run you know for two. A pair of strikeouts on his day. And he swings to the first pitch. Lines at the center. Thompson going back. Still going back. Makes the catch in deep center field. Runyon retired. That ball carried a little bit further than I thought. But nonetheless, the out is recorded, and that'll bring up Austin Boast. I don't know how much deeper Thompson could have been playing on that ball. He was almost up with his back against the wall. 
And Runyon still almost got it over his head. Ball was tattooed. So both stands in 0 for 2, a strikeout and a ground out. And he takes a strike. 0 and 1. First to four between these two squads. Packers leading this one 3 to 1. And the pitch outside. One ball and one strike. Healdsburg will welcome. Back the San Francisco Force on Saturday. That'll be a 6 p.m. start on the third. Packers have played the Force already this season. They won that game 13 to one back on June 15th. And then 4th of July, 5 p.m. first pitch against the Santa Rosa Athletics. And the pitch is fouled away right side out of play. Count goes to one and two. Santa Rosa Athletics off to a good start. Playing in the Norm Thompson League. We be a nice local showdown on 4th of July. We'll hope to see you out here or listening here on Mixler.com slash Packers as both fouls to set the plate. We'll stay at one and two. Griffin almost hung on to that. Could not secure the strikeout. Pitch line to left field. Shot right there to make the catch. Lopez will head back to first. And two are retired, and that'll bring up Ryan Targich. The Primpackers have a lot of great walk-up songs. <laughs> oh, I like this one. Guy Garibay was here on the early part of the season. He hurt his hand. He always had the crowd going with levitating. Blake Pivroff with uh, follow God by Kanye West. As the runner goes, but Target fouls it back to the screen 0-1. A little hit and run action there. Targets one for uh, 0 for one, rather. He walked and scored in the second, struck out in the third. Is Garibay done for the summer? He is done for the summer. Uh, he's out four to six weeks as that one's lined in the left center field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Thompson Fields stopping at second is Lopez. So Targets has his first hit of the night. Then I'll bring up Logan. I'll bring up Blake McDonald. Yeah, Garibay sprained his hand, and uh, the timeline is about four to six weeks for a return. And by that time, it was we were only going to have about a week left in the season. So, uh, manager Joey Gomes told me that uh, he told Garibay, hey, "Go home, rest up that hand, get ready for your season at Rice." So, Garibay had a great run, although. It was a short run. Yeah, when I was here last, he was one of the spark plugs of this Prune Packer offense. First pitch to McDonald is a strike, 0-1. 
Garibay finished at 294. No homers, but had 10 RBIs. Had 11 walks in his 10 games. So McDonald in now, and he swings and hits one in the air right field. Burns over to his right to make the catch to end the inning. No runs on one hit and two left. At the end of five innings of play, three to one Packers here on the Hillsburg Broom Packer Radio Network. Fly ball right center field. That's going to get down. That's going to be a game winner. Ugly around third. Simmons wins the game in the 10th with a double. It's a 5-4 final. Phillies. There goes Gomez, and Bencourt lines one right center. Gomez on his way to third, and they're going to send him. Here comes a throw. Gomez is safe. The Brewers win. drive toward left field. Pierre's on his way. It is gone! Wow! A grand slam walk-off home run for John Mayberry! How about that to finish up a ball game? Mayberry's homer for the second time and the Phillies can celebrate! 7-3, the final score at 11. Ninth pitch of the at-back coming to Lombardozzi. Another fastball, flight out to left. Baxter over, makes the catch, tagging at third. LaRoche, he heads on in with the winning run, and the Mets win it 3-2. New pitcher for the Prune Packers is Uday Naraton, the 5'9", 178-pound left-hander out of South San Francisco, went to Harvard University. Making his fifth appearance of the season, he's 1-0 with a 2.89 ERA. Nine, a third inning, he's allowed five hits, walked five, and has struck out ten. And the first pitch is in the dirt for ball one. To Naruton, not a super hard thrower. He would categorize him in the old crafty lefty category. Spins a really nice curve ball, but he can compete in the zone with that fastball effectively. Hides the ball well like most lefties. Darter fouls it back to the screen. Count evens up at one and one. And a 1-1 pitch in the dirt, skips by Schusler. Count goes to 2-1. Maritime made his last appearance against the Potters back on the 24th. Went two innings, allowed two hits, one run, and got the win. And that missed just high, 3-1. As it gets later in the game, that glare for the left-handed hitters is just gonna get worse. And for the first baseman, fielding throws across the diamond. 3-1 pitch. There's a strike. Count runs full 3-2. and two. 
Potters have extended their lead over the Mudcats. It's now 4-1 to one in the fifth as that one's popped up. Runyon coming in to make the catch for the first out. And that'll bring up Jake Brandell. Brandell 0 for 2, a fly out and a pop out. And the first pitch in the dirt for ball one. Naritom winds and deals. Swung on and line down the left field line. Foul. Counting up at one and one. One ball, one strike, one out, three to one, Packers. And the pitch in the dirt skips by Schusler. We'll go to two and one. Hope to see you for our 100th year celebration game on July 17th. Uh, lots of exciting activities as we welcome in the Palo Alto Oaks for that one, as that one's lined into center field. Coming in, Lopez still coming in. He dives and makes the catch. Second diving catch the Packers have made tonight. Nice play by Jesse Lopez, two out. Lopez tracked that all the way, came in really nice and full extension. It's one of those diving plays where obviously it's an amazing play, but you feel like the fielder had it the whole way. Nero Tom giving Lopez a shout out from the mound, appreciating the defense. Now he faces Chase Dabbs and he deals a strike, 0 and 1. Dabbs 0 for 2, a fly out and a strikeout on his ledger to this point. <coughs> no one shot slowly over the mound, charging McMillan and Target. McMillan fields those the first in time. Great defense by the Prune Packers. In this fifth inning, and a very nice play there by McMillan. And a one, two, three, six for Uday Naratom. No runs, no hits, nobody left. And at the end of five and a half innings of play, three to one Packers here on the Hillsburg Broom Packer Radio Network. To get him to scamper home. Two on, two out, 10th inning. That's in the air to left. Here comes Fisher.
Altuve not going 3-2, and Correa hits this one out in the right center field, and that one's going to get down for a base hit. Altuve is on his way to third base, and Altuve around third and coming home. Here's a throw to the plate by Gregorius. It's dropped by Sanchez. Altuve scores, and the Astros win it 2-1. Carlos Correa the hero. Swung on, banged to third. Down the line it goes. Fair ball. Base hit into the corner. Here comes Jackson. The Indians win it. And on the 10th pitch of the at-bat, he banged a single down the third baseline. And the Indians, in one of the most improbable comebacks in Indians playoff history. If the Giants win, that game's at 5 Eastern, 2 Pacific. A drive to right. And the Giants will win tonight. Kimball Schuessler will lead things off for the Prune Packers. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning. Jackson Hewlett back out on the mound for the Wanna Creek Crawdads. Schuessler struck out in the second, reached on an error in the fourth. And he swings to the first pitch, hits it very high in the shallow left field. Actually, not so shallow. Shot plays it and makes the catch. Four out of number one. One pitch, one out. Looked like it was going to be shallow the way the shortstop Esparza was running out after it, but shot puts it away easily, and that'll bring up Torn Montgomery. Montgomery doubled home a run and scored in the second, walked in the fourth, so he's been on base twice. And the sun beginning to set here at Rec Park. First pitch is up and in, ball one. Sun's about to... The setting sun is bad news for us, Mike. Uh, we're going to be baking for a little bit, maybe even the rest of the game. We'll see. I'm going to be staring into the sun in about five minutes. Got to get those sunglasses ready. Hazards of the job, though, right? That is correct. Way outside this time, 2 and 0 the count. Two pitch in a row, Hewitt's overthrown the fastball. He's done a good job getting in the zone early in the count since he walked the first batter he faced. Two and oh the count. Now the pitch. And a swing and a miss by Montgomery. Two balls and a strike. It's a nice 2 0 pitch. Two one pitch on the way from Hewlett. Big leg kick. And he fouls this off the mask of Griffin. Two and two the count. I'd like to thank our Grand Slam sponsors, Goliath LLC, Epicenter Sports and Entertainment, Sanderson Family, and iTrade Network, and of course, our sponsor of the game, Denny's Electric. Thank you for your support for the Hillsburg Prune Packers. Two-two pitch on the way outside, three and two. A high leg kick kind of reminds me of Bronson Arroyo, although it doesn't go quite as high or as long as Arroyo's did. It is. I was thinking that earlier. It's reminiscent of Arroyo. He spent time with the Red Sox and the Reds. I'm trying to think if he went anywhere else. Giants. Did he? Did yeah. he? Did he Giants he traded one of their best prospects for half a season of 
six ERA Bronson Arroyo. Check swing on a pitch in the dirt. Did he go? He did not. So Montgomery will take ball four. He's walks for the second straight time. Then I'm bring up Seth Nager. I'm going to be thinking of Mike Leake. I know our listeners might fact check me, so <laughs> I got out front of it. Nagaro for two, a pair of strikeouts, both of them looking. And he swings and fouls this one at the plate. Count 0 1. I think Nagar's just about as excited as anyone in this Prune Packer lineup to see a right hander on the mound. Yeah. Was not seeing the ball well out of Iverson's hand during the first half of this game. Was frozen a couple times by fastballs on the outer part of the plate. He looks set steals. Swing and a miss. Nager down on the count 0 2. That's worked the entire night. All three of us have ads from behind in the count. Swinging a foul, left side. We'll stay at 0 2. Pula plays for Greg Moore at St. Mary's College. Own two again. Swing and a miss. Nager down on strikes for the third time tonight. Gotta bring up Ian McMillan. McMillan triple dome run in the second, struck out in the fourth. First pitch, going in a pop up. Dabs coming in down the baseline, makes the catch to end the inning. So one pitch out for McMillan. No runs, no hits, one left. And at the end of six innings of play, three to one Healdsburg. on the Healdsburg Group Packer Radio Network. <laughs> The play goes to second out there, throw to first. Oh, and what a play! But here comes the runner, Donaldson. He's safe. He's safe. The ball game is over. The Blue Jays are moving on to the ALCS. Even though they've turned a lot of double plays.
Johnson back. Escobar tags. Here comes Escobar. The Royals win game one. Hosmer drives home. The winner in the 14th. Travis Ishikawa hits one in the right. The Giants win the pennant. Trevor Warner will lead things off. We're in the top of the seventh. Warner is 0 for 2, ground out, and a strikeout. And the Packers leading this one 3 to 1. New pitcher LJ McDonough for the Healdsburg Prune Packers. And the first pitch swinging is Warner, and he loops it into right field for a base hit. And now I'm bringing up Hayden Schott. McDonough on the season making his fourth appearance has allowed two hits and in six innings pitch struck out seven walk two hasn't given up an earned run this is his first appearance in 12 days and a first pitch right down the middle strike one dropped at the plate by Schusler. doesn't matter Shot, one for two, single and score in the fifth, flew out in the second. Shot was a late add into the lineup after Diego Muniz was scratched due to a bad back. Runner goes, pitch swung on, chopped to second. Target fields it on a rough bounce, throws to first in time for the out. Safe at second is Warner on the hit and run. Target's trying to avoid getting eaten up by another rough bounce, top spinning ground ball. Stayed back on that one properly. Double play was out of order immediately with the runner on the move. Warm up area for the pitchers for the Cronas. If you're heading over there, please don't linger. Let those players have their space. Thank you. Karen Ozawa Burns steps in. One for two, a single and a pop out. And he's hit right in the back. Painful way to get on base, but he does for the second time tonight. So Burns reaches, and that'll bring up Zach Griffin. Runners on first and second, one out. Crawdads have the tying run on base now, and the potential go-ahead run at the plate. A lot of junior college guys on this Crawdad team. Griffin coming from San Joaquin Delta, one of the most prolific JUCO programs in the state. Perennial appearances in the final eight and final four in state. And a big swing and a miss by Griffin, old one. When I was playing at College of Marin, that was always seen as the cream of the crop in California, at least in Northern California. Then along with Santa Rosa as well, Diablo Valley. And Damon Nylinger doing a great job with the Bear Cubs. And another big swing and a miss by Griffin. He's down the count 0-2 on L.J. McDonough. 
Over two, swing and a miss. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, Zach Griffin. Two are retired, and that'll bring up Sammy Esparza. Ball one to Esparza. Esparza ground into a 6-4-3 double play in the fifth, but singled in the third. And a big swing to miss this time by Esparza. One ball and one strike. McDonough trying to keep the crawdads at bay. Another swing and a miss by Esparza, one and two. I'd be really surprised to see him stray from that fastball after two straight big old swings from Sammy Esparza being way behind it. Esparza, especially a guy who hits off-speed pitches pretty well. Both runners go, pitch up and in, throw to third. Not in time, that's a heck of a save by Brayden Runyon. The throw was to the left of the third base bag. Runyon was down on his knees to try and keep that ball from going down the left field line and would have scored at least one run and could have potentially scored the tying run. So nice shot by Brayden Runyon. The count moves to two and two on Esparza. Two, two balls, two strikes, two out, two on, and a two run lead for the Packers. McDonough sets and deals. Swing and a miss, strike three. Esparza down on strikes, he slams his bat and frustration to end the inning. No runs, one hit, two left, and at the end of six and a half innings of play, it's time to stretch at Rec Park. Your Packers lead this one three to one here on the Hillsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Newcomb's third pitch is a curveball. Hendrick slams it for a long drive into the lower right field stands. And it's all over but the shouting. Rhodes cuts at the first pitch. And there goes the ball down the right field line. A home run into the seats and the ball game's over. And he connects. Hank Bauer moves back but the ball is out of reach. A home run and a 7-5 Milwaukee victory. There's a drive at the deep left field. Look out now. Crowd roaring now for some action. There's a hard drive. It's a deep drive. And forget about it. It is gone. The ball game's over. There it goes. A long drive. If it stays fair, home run. Mark Littell delivers high drive. It's in right center field. That's good. has won the American League pennant for the New York Yankees. Hit well. Back, back. Home run. Lowenstein, a home run. Of course, Ryan on deck. Ashby, high drive, deep right field. Jesse Lopez will lead things off. We're in the bottom of the seventh now from Rec Park. 
Three to one Packers lead. And there's that walk-up song for Lopez. He's 0 for 2. And this walk. And he swings up the first pitch and hits it in the left field for a base hit. So right off the bat, literally, the new pitcher has a base runner on. I'll bring up Braden Runyon. He's 0 for 3. A pair of strikeouts. Runyon flew out to Thompson in center in his last at bat. That was in the fifth. First pitch swing is Runyon. He pokes one through the left side for a base hit. Stopping at second is Lopez. And I'll bring up Austin Boast. Boast 0 for 3. Strikeout, ground out, and a flyout. Time is called. Joey Gomes is going to have a conversation with Boast. Can't imagine Boast would butt here. Maybe going to put the runners in motion here. Maybe create some action with a little hit and run. a few walk-up songs that'll get a pitcher right out of his game and f at least for me it was that one if someone had that a guy I was facing <laughs> first pitch was going to the backstop first pitch on this setback goes low for ball one well, we're fully in the sun now yep don't worry about us folks 1-0 foul tip in, into the glove of Griffin. One ball and one might, strike. Might as well get some color, right? Yeah. Roll up the sleeves. Get that tan. That's why they call me a color commentator. <laughs> one ball, one strike to pitch. Swung on and fouled away right side. One ball and two strikes on Boast. Now something I had to warn the uh, the Walnut Creek Crawdad play-by-play announcer is here, and it's one of the first things I warned him about. It's right around the seventh inning usually. That sun starts to beat on you, and it certainly is right now. Not as hot as it was earlier. Down to about 81 degrees as Bose chases a pitch upstairs, swinging a miss, strike three. He's down on strikes for the second time tonight. And I'll bring up Ryan Targich. Target singled in his last at bat. Switch hitter batting left. Lopez on second, Runyon on first. And the pitch outside for ball one to Target. Targetsville from Hallettsville, Texas. Four-year letter winner at Hallettsville High School. 
And the pitch upstairs, two balls and a strike. Actually, it was a pitcher in high school, two-way player, and threw a perfect game against Nixon Smiley in the first round of the playoffs. And then later... Tough to tame that Nixon Smiley offense. And then later hit a go-ahead home run <laughs> later on in the playoffs. So targets did it all, and yeah. Obviously tough to tame as the pitch is fouled away, 2-1. Also was a three-year letter winner on the basketball team, was dis district defensive MVP. All right, targets doing it all. Athlete. Did you ever get on the bump at A&M? Not, uh, not that I see right here. Both runners go. Pitch is lined in the left center field. That's going to get in for a base hit. Coming around third is Lopez. He scores easily. Holding at second is Runyon. So Targets executes the hit and run to perfection. Brings home a run and extends the Packer lead to 4-1. to one. Number seven, Blake McDonald. I'll bring up Blake McDonald. McDonald flew out to Burns and Wright in his first at bat in the fifth. He came on in Cole Elvis's spot. Pitch outside. Logan Douglas pinch ran for Elvis after he walked in the fourth. And then McDonald pinch hit for Douglas in that spot in the fifth. <laughs> One out. Swing and a pop up. Right side, infield fly rule has been called. Catch is made by the second baseman, Darter. So, McDonald retired. Domeram Kimball Schusler. Schusler, 0 for 3. Flew out to the left fielder, shot in his last step out in the sixth. First pitch to Schusler, a swung on, looped. Shallow right field, it's gonna get down for a base hit. Coming around third is Runyon, he'll score easily. Going to third is Targic. RBS single for Kimball Schusler, makes it 5-1 Healdsburg. Yeah, Schusler gets it off the end of the bat and he just dumps it in the short right. Tough break for Hewitt, but he makes a pretty good pitch. Dinks and doinks, Mike, that's how it goes in baseball sometimes. Two more runs for Hillsburg in the seventh. And that brings up Torin Montgomery. He's reached base all three times. Doubled home run and scored in the second, and pair of walks to his ledger. And a big swing and a foul tip into the glove of Griffin behind the plate, 0-1. It's such a unique venue in that it doubles as a high school stadium for the Healdsburg football team. It's got a long, deep left center. Oh, one, there's a strike. Oh, and two to Montgomery. 
Got to imagine you get some good Friday night atmospheres here in the fall for those games. Absolutely. Played here my junior year, playing the Hillsborough Counts. The old glory days on the gridiron for the pedal of the Trojans. Right. Don't live it down. 0-2 oh, foul into the first base bleachers. Count will stay to 0-2. Yeah, I've seen some footage of Healdsburg, good Healdsburg high football team back in the late 2000s, and it's a very solid program up until just about recently, program that always competed. Tom uh, Kirkpatrick was the head football coach at Healdsburg for a long time. And always had good teams as Montgomery swings and misses on a pitch out of the zone to end the inning. Two runs on four hits and two left for the Packers and at the end of seven innings to play 5-1 Healdsburg here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Top of the eighth, 5-1 Packers. Jordan Thompson leads off and hits one in the air. Left field hit Welsh. Both going back down the line, but it'll hit foul. And sounds like it hit a moving car. Again, the sun is beating down on us. Here in the press box, so it's hard for us to see. It did. Looks like it got a minivan. Not as impressive as a Mini Cooper or something, but still wow. noteworthy. 
the glare, it's hard to see, especially down the left field line. And actually, I heard some kids say, oh, they hit a car. <laughs> no, I know. We're staring straight into the sun, so I'm not sure. Wow. That, could, that uh, would happen from time to time in my high school field at Tamil Pius in Mill Valley. The left field wall goes right on a Miller Ave every once in a while. Uh, batting practice home run ball would find its way on top of a car. Well, the 0-1 is a check swing foul, so count will go 0-2. That is unbelievable. If you come to enough games here, you'll see something like that happen. That's why they say come out to the yard, folks. And if you're not coming out to the yard, listen at home. Right here on Mixler.com slash, slash Prune Packers. Absolutely. Or head to our YouTube page, Packers Baseball Network. Thanks to all of you who are joining us through our YouTube live stream. 0-2 pitch. Upstairs, maybe a bit inside as well. It's 1-2. and two. Thompson is 0-2. for two, A pair of ground outs also walked. And the 1-2 pitch on the way. Swing and a miss, strike three. Thompson down on strikes to start the eighth, and that'll bring up Dardar. Seth Darter takes ball one. And the pitch outside to Darter. Darter left-handed hitter, 0 for 3. Pair of pop-outs and a fly-out. And a pitch swing and a miss. By Darter. One-two pitch coming from McDonough as he sets. Gonna go with the curve. And fires. Pitch misses. I gotta stop predicting pitches, Mike. Once I dip below 50%, I stop. <laughs> Schusler thought it was strike three. He was about to throw down the third, but doesn't get the call, so. Count will go two and two. And the pitch on the way. Swing a foul back to the screen. We'll stay at two and two. A pretty, pretty dirty slider there moving east to west. Really tough, uncomfortable pitch to see as a lefty. Two-two pitch on the way, swing and a miss, strike three, back-to-back -back strikeouts to start the eighth for L.J. McDonough, and then I bring up Brandel. Brandel out of UC Davis. Brandel, 0 for three, pop out and a pair of flyouts. And McDonough sets and fires, pitch in the dirt, and gets by Schusler for ball one. <coughs> so we call a 59-footer. 
So one and the count. Randell the DH tonight. Pitch inside. Two and the count now. Pitch chopped to third. Runyon field, but it's off his glove and it trickles into left field. Had a really nice game over there all night. It was the first miscue we've seen. See how they score it. Probably going to be scoring there, I would have to imagine. And they will score that an error on Runyon. So two out of runner on for Dabs, and he takes a strike. Chase Dabs, 0 for 3, a fly out, a strikeout, and a ground out to this point. McDonough sets and deals the 0-1 outside, one ball and one strike. It's a pop out away from the 0 for cycle. That is correct. I guess you could add line out in there. And the pitch is low. Two balls and one strike on. McDonough's getting really short with his release. When you see a guy missing down with a fastball, that's usually what it is. They're either not getting down the mound enough or they're kind of starting to short arm it. And it's a snowball effect. When you start missing down, you start thinking about it too much. Just got to just let loose and throw through the catcher. 2-1 pitch outside. 3-1 the count on Dabs. Trevor Werner waits on deck for Wana Creek. Three one popped up left side foul territory. Runyon giving chase and it'll fall out of play. Count and run full three and two. So they'll start Brandell from first. Three two two outs. Packers looking for win number 16 on the season. They're 15 and 2 right now. Runner goes. 3-2. Misses outside. Ball four. Dabs works a walk. Two on, two out for Hill uh, for Wana Creek, rather. Now to bring up Werner. Werner, one for three. Ground out a strikeout and a single. Wana Creek making a little noise here. It seems that Healdsburg has been in control of this game the entire time from that bottom of the second inning, but Crawdad's still within striking distance. One swing in the back could really change the whole complexion of this game. And the first pitch in there for a strike. I don't think Warner thought so, but nonetheless, it's 0-1. A one misses low, one ball and one strike. Or maybe a minute or two away from, at least for me, getting out of the sun. One one, it's hit a bunch to center. Lopez going back, way out of here to dead center field. The entire complexion of this game has been changed. A three run home run for Trevor Warner. And it's now a 5-4 Healdsburg lead. 
A really impressive piece of hitting there from Warner. Stays with it. Blast that ball to deep center. And like I said, this game has completely changed. Warner took that one to the deepest part of the yard. Lopez had no chance at it. So a three-run shot. I'll bring up Hayden shot. And he takes a strike. Start the count. Oh, you don't, you don't ever expect to see no doubters like that to center field at this yard. And off the bat, I knew it was hit well, but when I saw Lopez turn and just give it a courtesy jog, not something you're used to seeing here at Rec Park. Impressive display of power by Warner. Crawdads have climbed to within one. 1-1 one, one pitch line into left field, and coming in is Post on a knee to make the catch to end the inning. For the Crawdads, a three-run home run has made this a 5-4 ball game. And at the end of seven and a half innings to play, 5-4 Packers here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. As long as, oh, that's hit well to center field. Finley goes back, back, back. It's over. A shot into center field. Back, track, wall gone. And with that, the Yankees have won game one of the ALCS. In the air to left. It's deep. It's very deep. It's 3-0 Yankees in the series. Swung on, head high in the air to deep right center field. Back goes Ichiro on the track at the wall. She's gone! Alfonso Soriano wins the game. Jeter hits it into right. Back at the wall. Game over. Yankees win and the series is tied. Call for a big fly. Hits it high in the air. Deep to center. Burns is back at the warning track at the wall. It's gone! And the Red Sox have stayed alive with a win in the 11th. In the eighth inning, leading by three as Boone hits it to deep left. That might send the Yankees to the World Series. Boone, the hero in game seven. Down the left field line. That ball is trouble. It is gone. And the Marlins have won game four. He doesn't have to wait to see what happens. Swing and a drive, right field. Way, way back. Turning Berkman, and it is gone. Seth Nager takes the pitch outside, ball one to start. The bottom of the eighth inning, Packers leading it five to four. And the new pitcher, Ty Akins, for the Walnut Creek Crawdads. And Nager swings and misses. Count goes to one and one. Akins is a bow, Rainbow Warrior, plays for Hawaii. Pitches line softly foul, one and two. You commit to Hawaii, you're committing to a lot of travel. Long travel. A lot of time away from home. Long travel. And they play in the Big West, which is one of the most competitive conferences in the country. Breaking, especially outside of the Power Five. Breaking ball misses inside, two and two. Atkins making his seventh appearance. 
Has a 5.40 ERA in eight and a third innings. Struck out 14 batters. As Nager lines it down the left field line, that's a fair ball. Nager rounds first and he will hold there. Nice piece of hitting on two strikes by Seth Nager. He gets his first hit. Now bring up Ian McMillan. Off the bat, I thought that was going to be two bags for Nager, but it was played pretty well and left uh, by Schott, who was shaded towards the line. Got around the ball, played it in nicely, and kept Nager to a, to a single. McMillan stands in. And he's first pitch swinging, hits it in the air to right. Burns going back a couple steps. He settles under it to make the catch. Nager retreats back to first. One out here in the bottom of the eighth. And they'll bring up Jesse Lopez. Back. Memories of Josh Reddick walking up to this at the Coliseum. It's time with the A's. First pitch to Lopez. High chopper to short. This could be two, but Sparza gets it, steps on second for one, throws to first in time for the 6-3 double play. And that ends the eighth inning. No runs. One hit and nobody left. And at the end of eight innings to play, 5-4 Packers here on the Hill Tour Prune Packer Radio Network. Ortiz, you see that number today with three hits. This could be four. Back it goes. It's over. The Red Sox win, and they're moving on. Ortiz in the deep right field. Back is Sheffield. We'll see you later tonight. during the regular season. And we are going to game seven in the National League Championship Series. Swing and a drive, left field, way back. This one is gone! The Astros win it! Podsednik hits one to deep right center field. Back at the wall. This ball is gone! Podsednik goes deep. In the air, left field. The Tigers march to the World Series. Left field, and the Red Sox are winners. Kern Ozawa Burns will lead off the top of the ninth for the Crawdads. Last chance for Moana Creek. And they'll face the new pitcher, Derek Bridges, for the Prune Packers. Bridges, the left-hander out of Texas Tech University, making his fourth appearance. Hasn't given up 
First pitch outside, ball one. Has a 2.70 ERA in three and a third innings. Allowed three walks, one hit, five strikeouts. Clinging to a one-run lead, trying to send this big home crowd happy. Crowd home happy. Anagrams. False behind the count, 2-0 on Burns. 7-8-9, bottom half of the order for the Crawdads. This game's a lot closer thanks to Trevor Werner. Three-run home run in the eighth. That took this from a 5-1 to now a 5-4 game as a big swing and a miss by Burns. Two balls and a strike. Again, thanks to our sponsor of the game, Denny's Electric, and all of our sponsors. We appreciate your support of the Prune Packers. And another swing and a miss by Burns this time. Two balls and two strikes. Bridges appeared in Sunday's game. Allowed a hit and a run. Struck out a batter. Face only faced two batters on Sunday in the 8-2 win of the Potters. And Burns swings and misses strike three for the first down in the ninth inning. I'll bring up Zach Griffin. Griffin, 0 for 3. And we'll have a pinch hitter. Then I'll bring up Dalton Mayshore, pinch hitting for Griffin. <laughs> working towards the bottom of this Walnut Creek lineup. Wants to make sure he can get out of this without flipping the lineup over and making, making Joey Gum sweat over there in the home dog out a little bit. And first pitch to Mayshore in there for a cold strike, 0 and 1. Mayshore at 235 on the year. No homers, five RBIs. Two doubles and 34 at bats. Was 0 for 4 in Sunday's game. And a big swing and a miss. Quickly 0 and 2 on Mayshore. Bridges ahead in the count, 0 and 2. Now the pitch. Outside, one ball and two strikes. Crawdads just a swing away from tying this ball game. Changing the complete complexion of this game. More than it already has been. Swung on, hit off the end of the bat, down the right field line, foul. We'll stay at one and two. Potters lead the Mudcats 8-1 in the bottom of the seventh inning from McBean Stadium. Potters trying to climb back over 500 after starting the season 8-0. They're down to 13-15 on the season. Got a couple more wins to go to do that as the pitch is in the dirt. Count goes to 2-2. Two two. Bridges short on that one, and he short-stepped it. That's what, When that happens, you're going to see a pitch in the dirt, the fastball. It's going to be a tough task for any catcher with two strikes. He's got to go down and block it, though. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch fouled back to the screen. We'll stay at two and two. Game two of this four-game set will be tomorrow in Walnut Creek. We'll be back here at Rec Park Thursday, 6 p.m. first pitch. And then we're home all weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Fourth of July weekend, come on out to the ballpark. 2-2, two, two, misses upstairs, counter run full three and two. Be a nice local showdown on Sunday on Fourth of July, the Santa Rosa Athletics coming to town. 
Three balls, two strikes, the pitch. Swing and a foul over into the Packers dugout, so we'll stay here at three and two. Bridges sets, and the three-two. And that just missed inside, ball four. So Mayshore off the bench, works a walk in his pinch hit appearance. That'll bring up Sammy Esparza. And if you Brant Cummings, you want to get back to that top of the lineup, starting with Jordan Thompson. Sparta up. He did ground into a 6-4-3 double play in the fifth. That's what Bridges will be looking for right here. Tying run on first. That's Mayshore, the pitch. There's a strike right there. Oh, and won the count. Sparta one for three, a single. I mentioned that double play and a strikeout. That was in his last at bat in the seventh. Bridges sets, checks Mayshore at first. And he throws over, Mayshore takes off. Montgomery throw to second base. McMillan, can't apply the tag. He flies around it. And Mayshore came off the bag. McMillan kept the tag down, now he's out. Brent Cummings out of the dugout. He was called safe originally. And I believe slid off the bag. McMillan kept the tag down for out number two. Wow, what a play. I was surprised he initially got around the tag and was called safe. Brent Cummings not happy about that. Having a discussion with the ace umpire. I think Cummings had a point. Uh, when runner goes into second that hard on this field, a huge cloud of dust comes up, and I couldn't tell what happened. I mean, the umpire obviously is closer, but I think what Cummings is saying is, how can you tell if he came off the bag? So now two are retired. Great move by Bridges to throw over and a quick throw by Montgomery as the 1-1 one -one pitch is inside. Two balls and a strike on Esparza. Mayshore going off first movement there. Doesn't pan out for him. Bridges sets, deals the 2-1. Swing and a miss and the Crawdads are down to their final strike. That'll get the crowd into it now. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. The pitch. Swing and a foul out of play. We'll do it again. Esparza just trying to extend this inning any way he can. Crawdads down to their final strike. Bridges sets, and the pitch. Big breaking ball in the dirt. Count will run full three and two. Jordan Thompson on deck. No shortage of drama at Rec Park tonight, Mike. 
Been a fun-filled ball game. Well played for the most part. Now, just a little bit of confusion on the count. Home plate umpire trying to communicate with the base umpire. Looks like he's got 3-2. That's what I have. And that's what they'll go with. That's what everybody besides Esparza and maybe the home plate umpire had. Full count. Payoff pitch. Strike three called. The ball game is over. Esparza down looking to end it. And the Healdsburg Prune Packers take game one of this four-game series. Five to four over the Walnut Creek Prodas. Prune Packer pitching held on. They added some insurance runs in the bottom of the seventh inning, and it proved to be the deciding runs holding on for that 5-4 victory. The Crawdads fall in game one of this series, 5-4. They drop to eight and 11 on the season. Their second straight loss, Prune Packers improve to 16 and two on the season. Now winners of three in a row. And they hope to continue that in game two of this series, which will be tomorrow at St. Mary's College at 4.30 p.m. And tonight was a good one. Tomorrow should be a good one as well for all of us here at the Prune Packers. For Jack Loder, I'm Michael Bearball saying so long from Rec Park. Once again, the final score, Prune Packers 5, the Crawdads 4.